So I found myself on YouTube today just like listening to like grocery store music from the 1970s. Why? Well, I, I don't know. Like That's awesome. I think <laughs> Did you find anything point, good? Kind of. I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's like an ASMR sort of like experience here. We're just like, this is just calming. It just makes me want to like weigh asparagus or something. Hell you guys yeah. are so lucky that you get to listen to something other than just fucking Disney all day. Disney songs, Disney movies. No one put a gun to your head and said you had to have kids. That's right. Oh, are you planning on having another kid? Greg Carly asked me the other day. She was like, do you know if Greg's going to have another kid? Um, We've had preliminary talks. I'm I'm not really all that stoked on having a yeah. kid in the middle of a pandemic. Well, um, if you start now, <laughs> you might have a vaccine by the time it's uh, time to... Maybe. I don't know, man. You just make it sound like it's like free agent talks or something like that. <laughs> there was preliminary talks about a player to be named later. The Fosters <laughs> have acquired. <laughs> drop a, I'm going to have Woj do drop our gender bomb, reveal. Dude. Oh my oh my god, Wash Bomb gender reveal. Tell me that wouldn't be incredible though. I would That's probably like That would be a top that would be a top moment in NBA Twitter history. It would be, but I would like I said, I'd probably end up resenting you for it. Oh, you totally like, would. You should. You you would I would hope that everyone would hate me if I ever did something <laughs> like that. Yeah, congrats That's... on the boy, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate Damn. you or <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, hey uh kyle where are you at we were kind of just talking about some like certain things we wouldn't mind doing in the future okay like what well we talked about like maybe like trying to do like a second podcast a week just sports based since like all of ours kind of swerve in the same directions anyway so That's we could right. probably like differentiate up for people who don't give a shit about sports or don't give a shit we about politics one cool. one or yeah like podcast a is just telling local politicians to suck our dicks from the back right and podcast two is telling telling george guys, niang to suck our dicks, suck our dicks from dude the back. <laughs> he's such an asshole he's such a bro you're not good enough to be this big of a baby yeah like where he's does such this an come from for being like the 11th guy on the bench dude what is his deal seriously like well, <laughs> come know. on Dude, like every other jazz player has always had like a really good relationship with like all the press. And someone's like, hey, dude, like we got a lot of forwards on the team. Like, what's your plan on like fighting for your spot or whatever? And he just loses his mind. My role you know, is it, it, shots. It reminds yeah. me of the one time. Have I ever told you guys my Kobe Bryant story? No. No. I don't think so. Oh, and this also turns into a Lamar Odom story as well. So when I was at KFAN, uh, one of my jobs was to go get uh, post-game sound from the locker room. And this was, I forgot, uh, was it like 2008 or 2009 when the Jazz were playing the Lakers in the playoffs? And 
it was the game Ronnie Ronnie Price had that huge block on Luke Walton right. and yeah 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 Kobe shot something like five of twenty seven or something like that. It was and one of his awful games. Yeah, Lamar Odom I think had more turnovers than points that game. Like he was just fucking Ooh. awful. Yeah, just like a really bad game. Um, and the Jazz ended up tying up the series two two and you know. So I'm in, I'm in the Laker locker room and I'm talking, you know, I, I interviewed Sasha Vujicic and I asked a question, you know, about Lamar struggling. I forgot how I worded it. And he just like got all pissed and like turned into a piss baby. And he's like, I guess I just suck then and walked away. Well, I mean, yeah, but I can't put that on the audio. Yeah. I mean, sure. But, like, the big thing was is that, of course, like, Kobe had a terrible game. He's fucking Kobe. So, like, everybody wants sound from him. And so he was the first guy I, like, beeline it straight to him in the locker room. Kobe, can I get, can I, you know, can I get two minutes with you? Yeah, sure. Let me go shower. Let me go to do my press conference. Um, well, I got to go look at this thing with film. I got to, you know, I got to ice. And, like, so I'm in the locker room for, like, two and a half hours. And Kobe finally walks out, looks at some guy, and he's like, this asshole still thinks he's going to get an interview. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the one who's alive. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I've also never raped anyone. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so that's my Kobe, my Kobe story. That's pretty good. Damn. Uh, All right, well, goat. Okay. LeBron died. Uh, no. Damn. Okay. <laughs> third right. goat. Number three. He's number three in our in our hearts. I, I mean, guess. depends um, on how you like like qualify Bill Russell. I guess. I don't know. I was having this conversation the other day, and I was like, I think Kobe is maybe in my top ten. Yeah. So it's like, do you put? And if up- he is, he's like number ten. Yeah, it's like I don't know if I put him above like Larry Bird. Or... I don't, and I don't put him in. I don't put him on. He's not. He wasn't better than Bird. He wasn't better than Magic Johnson. He wasn't better than. I don't think he was better than Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, <laughs> he certainly wasn't better than Tim Duncan. Now you're just getting petty, dude. I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, we're starting out the second half of this uh, this episode with some pettiness about Kobe. And uh, that's clearly how Greg's quarantine is going at this point. He's just for the record. I think that Kobe Bryant is a very good basketball player. Okay, all right, sure. Save it, save it, save it. Um, Would he make the '92 Olympic team? Just at least say that. Oh yeah, yes. You think? I think so. Would he be better than what? Like, is he like right above like Christian Leitner? He's way better than Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen was on that team? Yeah, he was. I forgot Christian Leitner was on that team. Yeah, Damn. there was like, what, three white guys, and it was Chris Mullen, John Stockton, and Christian Leitner? That's well, know my right. big, Including my, Larry, too. You can't you forget know the Larry my, ball game. My biggest, hottest Kobe Bryant take? What is it? Is that I would actually take prime Dwayne Wade over Kobe Bryant. Oh, over shut prime the Kobe. fuck up. No. <laughs> absolutely here's the thing though and i will admit this prime dwayne wade was a better player than kobe bryant but prime dwayne wade only lasted about a year maybe a year and a half two years his window was a lot smaller than kobe bryant's but 
So if I had Jordan's to put, face, right? Now. If I had to put no, but if I had to put him in, you know, if I'm uh, ranking players, I'm ranking Kobe higher because his his prime was much longer than Dwayne Wade's. That's like but saying prime, prime Dwayne Jeremy Wade. Lin was better than Steve Nash if you just factor in those two weeks. <laughs> Except for like one player, like was impactful and also like the best player on his team. I think he won. He was impactful in that the Knicks won those few games. I think. Yeah, and then they like trade him, and then he just like sucked. Yeah, forever. that was weird. Um. Yeah. So hopefully everyone enjoyed uh, that interview that we did with Eric. He's a super good dude. We, um, I don't know. We just needed some professional help i guess we could say. <laughs> uh yeah he, he's a really good guy um but we're back here to we still have some shit to talk this week so yeah we got a lot of stuff obviously... to talk about um first off how greg is wrong about everything about kobe bryant okay yeah he's a good that, basketball save player a, save it for podcast b well you can do an entire episode about kobe bryant i'll tell you one thing if you put Dwayne wade on those laker teams in the early 2000s he doesn't break things up and him and Shaq win eight titles. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, question. Does Dwayne oh Wade God. win a championship with Gary Payton and Carl Malone? Against that Pistons team? Yeah. Probably not. There you go. Okay. Don't worry. We're going to get to Rudy Giuliani shitting his pants. We have to get to that. But if you put Dwayne Wade on those, what was that, like 2010, 2012 Laker team over Kobe Bryant with, you know, with Pau Gasol and Lamar Odom and all of them, he absolutely wins the title there. Okay. All right. Okay. So Eric was... I'm not. Eric was Eric was super good. Um, Really enjoyed that interview. And we can save the Kobe for podcast B. And yeah, so man something that he said really stuck with me and i like wrote it down as soon as he he was talking about it but he was talking about like the self-judgment that we that, that everyone kind of has on themselves inherently about like you know going through a hard time and feeling like it's your fault and it, it, i think it's especially hard when um i don't know like I, I deleted my my instagram but like i've seen like kind of what you know like if, if people who are, are out still kind of like living their lives as if everything was normal right now um i could see how it would be really easy if you were like somebody who spends a lot of time on instagram looking through that type of thing and seeing like you know they're living their life normal why can't i like you know things are really bad for me like should i should i be feeling this bad and it's absolutely it's absolutely like valid to be feeling awful <laughs> how things are right now like um, and that self-judgment, it's its a very American problem to like, you know, focus on your own personal shortcomings um, or perceived shortcomings when we're in a fucking global pandemic with like societal collapse. Like that's such an American feeling to feel like you're not doing well enough when society and our, our, this American society has failed more people in the last nine months or 10 months, whatever we're at, than like maybe ever before <laughs> like i i i'm i don't I, is there another time in american history where society has failed this like awfully like i i can't come up with one i mean i'd say the great depression because well for one the entire like global economy collapsed and yeah 
And like, if you look at like Hoover's presidency too, where he was like, um, it'll write itself eventually. While I, like 30% of the country was out of work. Assuming we don't get a new deal though. Like, I think this one would be, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. It's really, we'll talk in a little bit about. It kind of feels situation. like the walls are starting to close in. Yes, very much so. Especially when we know how like little time we have to deal with like I don't know climate change. Um, it does feel like the walls are starting to close in. But anyway, listen, uh, we're gonna be fine. We're all just gonna have to like form our own desert militias. It's gonna be normal. Like it's it's Mad Max. <laughs> exactly. I loved Mad Max. It'll be great. We're, we're just gonna just chip gonna away. To, we're chip gonna away and live on. Yeah, we're gonna have to go down to tear apart. We're gonna start making our own desert crawlers with uh, spikes and you know harpoon guns, and we're just gonna have a hell of a time. Like, let's embrace it. Let's come on. Oh, and then move to Alaska on the final iceberg and just chip away my own little living space like I'm fucking Yukon Cornelius. Right, <laughs> Yukon Yukon Cornelius meme that's going around right now. It's so good. Yeah, um, that's why it was top of mind. Yeah. Also, I watch nothing but Disney movies because I have a three-year-old. That's right. That's, I mean, is, we're all going to be not... pretty much strapped like Yukon Cornelius in the future. Right. So. That's right. Absolutely. Get your pickaxes now. I was thinking about like everyone's name in this distant future becoming like um, what everyone's name was back in the MySpace, the MySpace days where it was like Kyle Corruption or something like some <laughs> or like. You know what? We need to bring back MySpace. MySpace was sick, dude. MySpace I, was awesome. Like nothing else in social media has taught me HTML dude, coding. So I mean, well, right, but like I, somebody posted like a picture of the of the notifications screenshot box on MySpace and said it was all downhill after this went away. The high you would get when logging into MySpace and it's like that little piece of mail thing and it's in red. It says new picture comments, new comments, that's, new yeah. dude. That's better that's than shit. any high i've ever gotten from any drug I've insane ever gotten. insane Man, just getting like a friend request from like a from like a hot girl in high school or something like that was like <laughs> that would sustain you for a month oh, i Dude. forgot that's cute you guys had myspace in in high school that's uh, what yes uh middle school and high school yeah sorry uh, whoops um congratulations yeah. greg <laughs> welcome to middle age you old bitch oh i'm sorry you had like first right to facebook because you were just like some sort of like broken down college student greg you are a homeowner in the avenues because you sorry to dox you but for buy your house cost like you can't buy in salt lake valley <laughs> no, for can't. anywhere what you, you absolutely bought your house can't. For, so i definitely so. got in i got in on the cutting room floor there so sorry about not having myspace when you were 15 <laughs> okay, but you own, you own a home greg just That's based fair. off your material conditions you're pretty much a boomer i think so dude <laughs> Uh, God damn! hell yeah that was for the kobe so, you know what you know what though this is this is why there's so much fracturing in the left there's, just, there's <laughs> too left much this in, there's so much infighting so much uh, for tolerance dude so much for the tolerant left we can't even have a have a three a threesome podcast anymore because two of the hosts can't deal with the other one's material conditions that's actually the new name of the podcast is threesome podcast threesome podcast i just want to let everyone know i am forming my own podcast called lorenzo snowstorm uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes that rules i love that hell yes okay so it's december 4th right now 
we are in uh full cool zone hell world all, all that stuff um but every single day we're blessed by another clip of rudy giuliani on his save the stop of the steel save the president uh tour where he's going up through every state in the upper north uh, the upper midwest and uh appears to just be embarrassing himself on live tv jordan tell us about the most recent event um i'm just gonna see if i can pull up the video because honestly it's the funniest thing ever just real quick you guys i would like to bear my testimony um (sighs) because i know rudy giuliani is the truth he is my personal lord and savior through covid he's so good i love him so much I mean, I'm sure his breath smells like three-week-old cabbage. Oh, it's just, he and he's just like the the most disgusting troll-like looking man. But I know. he has provided me some of the greatest moments of joy over these last nine months. He's so awful. I really have to pledge my allegiance and love towards <laughs> that man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just imagine the smells he has. He's he probably has like the general like old man smells anyway, but like also in like weird variables too because of whatever like crazy shit he puts in his hair or like I don't really even know what to say about the man. Like it's like it's like paint thinner and like <laughs> Virginia Slims and like brute cologne. Oh, most definitely. With like the, Jordan, with like a faint with like a faint hint of like Werther's originals. Okay, I think I just found it. Like Rex Chapman of all people oh, posted it. Which <laughs> we should talk about him at some point too, because I can't. Whatever. There's a lot I have to say there. I went to see Utah play to Kentucky in basketball last year, and somehow I got sat- seated on the floor, and it was right across the court from Rex Chapman. I was like, who is this? Like really. Who is this really bald man who looks just like <laughs> Scott Van Pelt? I'm like, I just turned over my brother. Like, who is this guy? He's like, that's Rex Chapman. It's like, that's fucking Rex Chapman? <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Like, when I found out that the Rex the Rex Chapman Twitter guy was the same as like the Rex Chapman uh, athlete, I was like, I was so like a uh, boomer athlete, mind you. And uh, with his Twitter presence, it's so weird. I thought he was like a young black man, the Rex Chapman on Twitter. I know. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Hold on one second. I got to see if I can share. He's this. turned into a one man world star hip hop. He really, he's no one's, he doesn't, he's the man who doesn't sleep, dude. He just posts. He just posts. He's the most powerful poster ever. <laughs> I don't know if I have the ability to share. Hold on one second. Can I not share? Oh, it's that green button. Wait. I'm I'm the, the fucking I'm button. the fucking boomer here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you are because you're materially stronger than the rest of us. We we've been over this, Greg. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. Let's see. If the we answer. Have a point of order. The answer. The, the answer. Have a point of order. Can you, guys, can you guys hear that? Sure can. Okay, cool. Here we go. Answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, Let's you probably know back, the truth, DJ. They- the answer. Point of order. the answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. The you answer. Point of order. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this, so is that was jerky, Rudy. this is a jerky voice skit. Yep, that was Rudy Giuliani <laughs> farting while, like, yelling this at... Is- 
Yeah, this is essentially like, like one of those remote things you'd buy from like Spencer <laughs> Gifts that essentially just had like the remote and you just hide in Thanksgiving dinner until your family almost just kicks Dude, you out of the house. Yes. And and um, people were su- like suspecting that this could have been like, you know, doctored video or whatever. One of the state reps that was in there confirmed that it was real <laughs> this evening. So oh, just the look on the woman's face next to him, who's like just had that whole like, I know. are you fucking kidding me? Look, dude, it rules. That, so- whole, that whole hearing was great, too. I mean, first of all, beyond like the one woman who was just like, you check the books. Did you the check pool. the books? She, what the fuck was she talking about? The pool book? The pool book? Well, who knows? Because she sounds like she just like downed a handle of vodka right before she walked into that room. So that was crazy. Like, anyway, yeah. Straight so. up Denzel Washington from Flight Lit Up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's awful. Um and then you have and, the, uh, and you also have the racist woman who was just like, yeah. We need voter ID laws because all Asian people look she alike. She said all Chinese people specifically look yeah. all look alike. All Chinese people look alike. Guys. Which, I don't know what an ID would help with that if you can't identify them <laughs> by their face. And then she just like and she said, quote, like, what are we supposed to do when a chow just walks through? End quote. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is yep. That is next level racism. She was guys, Indian too. Guys, can you drive me to Washington? So that, like, we can stop this deal. I'll buy you fries. Can I go to Taco Bell? Can we get a quesarito? Dude, it was so brutal. <laughs> so these are examples of the star witnesses that Rudy is, like, rolling out here to try to stop this deal or whatever. And I don't even know. I, I, I just don't. It's, it's just, it's every day and it's just hilarious. And Bro, it's people it's just, of Walmart come to like in real life, like on CNN. Yeah, there's, it really is. Yeah, there's I'm also C- like weird mistakes in everything they do too. Like that, uh, was it Cynthia? Oh, whatever, Sydney Powell or whatever. She had like a legal filing too. It's like there was 115% voting in Edison County, Michigan. The only problem is there's not a fucking Edison County, Michigan. It was in <laughs> Wisconsin or something. Yeah. It was just, it was in a different, or it, no, it was in Minnesota. She, it was just like entirely different state. And then like they've sued the county when they mean to sue the state. They've done things like, um, yeah, it's 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 just it's just a complete joke. Best people in the world, folks. Yeah. Best people so, in the world. God. It's <laughs> just that if your lawyer comes dressed like this, you're going to jail, but in real life. Yeah, it really is. It's just that meme over and over again. Like if <laughs> if someone who looks and sounds like Sidney Powell comes to, as your lawyer or L and Lynn Wood or something, you're going to lose because you're one, going to jail. Yeah. You're going to lose or probably go to jail because one, you somehow trusted an attorney who has no idea what they're doing. And two, they're also pissing off the judges in these cases too. Like the one pissing where, off Republican judges too. Yeah, like Rudy went in front of like a federal judge in Pen- in Pennsylvania. It's like, and the judge went like, what kind of rationale do you want me to actually observe this one? He went, uh, the normal one. And the and for some reason that Amazing. case got thrown out with prejudice, which means it can't be brought up again because that means you pissed off a judge a lot. You know what? Now I'm pissed I didn't go to law school because I probably could have made a hell of a lot more money and be even stupider than I already am. That's right. Well, you shit, I, I fucked hard. up. I mean, 
if no one gets disbarred for all this, then there shows our legal system is completely broken. Dude, truly, because this is just like if this is a complete joke, like every lawyer should should absolutely rise up and execute <clears throat> uh, parody should do something with Rudy Giuliani to get him at least disbarred. Oh, no, um, like this is like Rudy Giuliani is the guy you want to keep around because like if you're at the opposing councils, like I don't have to do anything. That's right. Like, I don't it's need to. I don't them. need to like exhibit any sort of evidence for this because this dude has nothing. It's just like conjecture amazing um yeah so that's that's going on in the background it just provides some good daily laughs every um every few hours it's uh can't complain at all but meanwhile like uh the q people are losing their mind over all this shit they think that like all the republicans are basically um betraying them because they're not i i don't really get the concept is what are they expecting republicans to do i like they're all mad at like uh, at William Barr because he said there was no evidence and all this bullshit. So um, they're really mad, but they they there's this one conspiracy theory in particular that is just that really made me laugh. And that it's there's this apparently, um, well, it, it was about a couple weeks ago. For some reason, we got an announcement that a CIA agent, CIA agent was killed in was it Somalia? Yeah, I think it was Somalia. Uh-huh. Or it was. <laughs> That was a huge conspiracy theory that was put on the news by a former general in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah. So this dude was a general forever ago. Um, he is now saying that he has like knowledge of this super secret like white hat, black hat battle that took place in Germany over some servers where um and that CIA agent dying in Africa was cover for the CIA agents who were killed in battle in, in Germany this server room in Germany dude yeah it's oh yeah, my god it it should go without saying that you, you shouldn't worship like military generals because i think like michael flynn and this dude have just like shown that no they're not smarter than the rest of us no they're not any better than the rest of us and as a matter of fact yeah. they can all kind of go with little cuckoo towards the end too absolutely Michael like flynn and, and was the flynn head, is full q yeah flynn is full q and flynn was the former director of the defense intelligence agency and he is full q on like that's like that's fucking insane he's that, taking like, the oath yeah like, he's, this he video of him oh, taking yeah. the fucking oath he took the actual, yeah. He he didn't. He's not even flirting with it. So the way that that like battle apparently ties into what's going on now is those were like the Dominion voting uh, servers or whatever, and like su- supposedly that those servers had all the evidence of the the fact that this was stolen from Donald Trump and like people, all the fucking Q people are just like boosting this, including Michael Flynn. <laughs> How dude. And, and he got his full like lifetime pardon. So now he can just like go commit any crime. He's pardoned of his other crimes and now can commit any crime or whatever. Oh God. It's Q a- people really are. We've said it before, but they're just straight up Charlie from it's always sunny in the mailroom at this point. Like I, I legitimately cannot except, keep except up with it's it become, all. It's become a lifestyle brand for so many of them. Like they were yeah. like, it's like it's it's got it's it's gotten huge with like the health and like the yoga communities because it's like yeah the wellness communities love it right wellness community that's the word yeah they're like it's part of their lifestyle now it's this it's this yeah that's it's a lifestyle it's an identity yeah (laughs) i mean it it's it's creating their own identity around it too like at a certain point it's a lot of cope because they it's 
kind of realizing your life is completely shitty and you're powerless and everything. So why not let's just create some fun sort of narratives that say like the government is fighting itself in secret. Yeah. You guys yeah. follow that like uh, MAGA cope. Yes. Twitter, Instagram, like just, I know we haven't had a whole lot in, in 2020, but the Schadenfreude of that is it's delightful. It's all we got at this point. Like, yeah. Like I have no hope for like the Biden administration, but if I can laugh at like Q people and MAGA people, like trying to like have some sort of like when prophecy fails moment about why actually the president won. And even if he's not in office, he's still in office because you know, the president isn't really the real president and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it rules. It's great. But that's the thing. But I really think there is kind of something to that though, of like, you know, when you've got 30 to 40% of the population who just aren't going to accept the uh, election results. Like, oh, yeah. these are the same people, like, Biden could have got 475 electoral votes and they would be doing the same the same shit. The fact that it was close, like, helps legitimize it a bit, at least in their own minds. But you're going to see, I really think this is the case, is like, Trump... Trump's going to leave in January and, you know, he'll buy, you know, OAN or, or like start Trump TV or something. And he is going to serve as like a de facto president to a lot of his base. Yeah, it's going to be so insane. It's going to it's going to happen. And like, He's Jordan, be- we talked about this a little bit like in private, but like, I really think this is like the first domino to like the balkanization of the United States. I, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be like the balkanization of the United States. I think we just become like an EU that's somehow shittier. <laughs> that would be, we kind of already mm. are. We, we kind of already are, but like <laughs> uh, we're supposed to have like a central sort of like government. We are, that does yeah, that, we're right? the EU without like any semblance of a social safety net at this point. Yeah, but we are going without healthcare. Yeah. But we really are going to have like a de facto presidency. For like a large chunk of the population. Yeah, we're gonna have an Avignon presidency. We're gonna have an anti-president, just like just like the (laughs) The popes did, like this in like the seventh century. Yeah, I'm the pope. I'm staying here in France, though. Dude, it's gonna rule. Um, so yeah, that's be on the lookout for that. Big things coming from your anti-president. Uh, stay tuned. Is stay hustle, stay hard, stay hard, hustle hard. I will say though the. The, so excited. Biden presidency Trump posts are going to be legendary. I dude, I I'm really curious what it's going to be like if he's still going to be on this like all caps election was stolen for like years. Yeah, um, I'm excited for. It seems boring. It's he's so boring now. He, oh, is, he is, but like he'll still bring up stuff of like I almost banged Farrah Fawcett at Studio 54 in 82. So like dude. of course he's going to bring that up. Like that's never gonna yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's, that's part true. of like the like narcissist mental illness he has. He's, he's gonna do canon. the same thing as like other former presidents and give like speeches to like I don't know like Wall Street firms or something like that too. Except for he's just gonna go in there and just be like, "Yeah, I met Kathy Ireland in 1983. <laughs> Tiny feet, kind of creepy. <laughs> kind of creepy." And oh, you know, okay. I'm really excited for, and I'm just gonna be completely honest about this. I'm excited for when he like sells like fake pardons to like people. 
Dude, like, for that's five thousand dollars, I'll sell you a pardon since I am still the legitimate president. Like he's gonna target like the Iraqi dinar people. Oh, I forgot about the Iraqi dinar people. You can buy oh. my pardons; they're worth they're more than well. gold. Do you th- man, I can't believe the dinar people would still like Trump after he doesn't revalue the dinar. But well, he was held uh, hostage by the deep state people. Deep state stopped oh him from God. reevaluating the dinar, even though it's a currency of another sovereign nation. I'm just really excited for Mike Cernovich to finally get his pardon. Dude, I, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Oh, you, you saw the people who are trying to get pardons right now, though, right? No, what's going on? Uh, right now, Robert Bales uh, is trying to get a pardon right now. And if you don't know who that is, that's fine. He's <laughs> the guy who walked into an Iraqi village and killed like 30 people. Oof. Awesome. That's that's great. That's great. Wait, is that yeah. the same guy that uh, Black Rifle Coffee no, just had on? No, that's Eddie that's, Gallagher. That's okay, Eddie yeah, Gallagher. Eddie, wrong guy. Right? Yeah, so as a follow-up from last week, Black Rifle Coffee had uh, rec- well, all, somewhat recently pardoned by Donald Trump, ex-Navy. Was he a Navy SEAL? Yeah, he was a Navy SEAL. Eddie Gallagher. Uh, yeah, Eddie Gallagher, who um, War criminal. was Eddie turned Gallagher. in by his entire SEAL team for being too much of a psycho. Like all yeah. of them said too, is like this dude likes to target women and children. This dude like stabbed a detainee. This dude is just completely toxic. We have to get rid of him. Yeah, and and so. that's saying something for the Navy fucking SEALs, because those dudes love killing. Those dudes have no qualms. Um, yeah, no, bad news. Bad, bad stuff. Anyway, um. So yeah, that's that's another thing that's been and, <laughs> just going. And isn't up? our boy DeJour also begging Trump for a pardon? Or he's talking about that and Rudy Giuliani. Hasn't he already like floated a potential pardon, at yeah. least from from federal charges? Him yeah. And uh Trump's kids are all just be like, Can you just uh write us one out really quick? You know, just say like I'm pardoned. <laughs> Because uh, so I might weird, need man. this down the road. It's going to be so fucking funny when he doesn't pardon Don Jr. Oh, Don Jr. is going I to jail. Like, I have a feeling about that one. Like, Only Ivanka gets the pardon. Yes. Yeah, Ivanka and probably like Eric get the pardon just because like, they Bar- Baron doesn't enough. need it. Yeah, Baron doesn't need it. Baron just games. You don't go to jail for just gaming. <laughs> That's right. Although it should be illegal. It should be illegal to game. Be He's going to be our first country. gamer president. That, um that's my so, policy as a leftist too like i want the cultural revolution but for gaming yeah <laughs> absolutely so uh other than the fun election stuff and the circus surrounding it we are still unfortunately dealing with covid because it didn't go away uh the day of the election like we were told it would so i was told it, it went away at 10 p.m at night that's oh my god yes it, it's, it does no, it comes out at night too. It's like the witching hour. If you are if you're still awake at 10 p.m., that's when COVID gets you. Yeah, my God, that's our bars are. Did they did they change that in Utah? Or is that still a thing? Bars are they can't serve alcohol after 10 p.m., but they can still be open and serve food. <laughs> that's where I want to be at. Like, is a bar at midnight just eating food? I know, God. Um. So yeah, COVID is still going on. Things are absolutely just cooking in a bad way in every state in this country and um things are uh, pretty awful but i kind of wanted to briefly talk about what's going on with like 
um, we're, we're hearing more and more stories uh, being leaked to the Twitter sphere of teachers dealing with shit in Utah. And um, Jordan, tell us about, about some of the shit. So we've had some good ones this week. Um, there's a Twitter account that runs out there that just pretty much just uh, talks about like teacher stories. I think there's a group of teachers who put this out like one by one. One did, that was posted out today was, uh, if I can find it here. Where is it at? Retweet it. Give me one second. I got to find the stupid thing. It's not stupid. It's just I'm stupid. I'm no tired, worries. all right? I, I was in school all week. Oh, here we go. COVID dead stories. By the way, great follow. A lot of fun stories to it. Um, one of their posts today pretty much talked about how Granite is no longer shutting down for two weeks for schools if there's any sort of outbreak, which is wonderful because that means you're really not going to stop the like transmission chain between students and teachers anymore. It just makes no straight sense. Straight up giving up. Oh, straight up giving up. And seems like most of the stories are coming from Granite School District, which is one of the largest in the state, if not the largest. And it's also pretty much covers most of like the more like more, I'd say working class areas of Salt Lake Salt Lake County. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, doesn't matter. We they've pretty much just taken the mantra like we're all gonna get it. So yeah. Take two days yeah. off from school and, and come back. And again, this is like on the heels of all the promises that were made at the beginning of the school year when it comes to PPE and just like protocols in general, which were already far below the of the below par and what they should have been. Um, just, just awful. It just makes me sick to read <laughs> read through those. Should we should we read the thread? Real quick, just to sure. give people all the all the context. Yeah, go for I, it. I'm reading some other ones too here. Here's a horrible one. I'm yeah. a high risk teacher in Grant School District. I requested N95 masks and clear barriers around my desk. I was denied the clear barriers, but received five KN95 masks. I surrounded my desk with clear shower curtains and have five brown paper bag lunch paper lunch bags. I each with a different day of the week written on them, so I can wear a mask and store it in the plastic paper bag until the next week. I have been doing this since school started, and it would be nice to have a fresh set of masks since these have been covered with my sweat and sneezes have started to smell a bit strange. Jesus. Great. Very great. I said it, I've said it a lot in the past. I've, I've said it in a tweet today. Um, this is nothing short of criminal negligence starting from the top down. Oh, yeah. Here's another one from Grand School District 2. The Grand School District dashboard are, is based on total enrollment at the school. The percentage of positive students does not account for the number of students who are at home participating in distance learning. At many schools, this drastically changes numbers and therefore increases the percent positivity rate in the school by quite a bit. The district is straight up lying to the community. Amazing. Wonderful. Ugh. Like, and what do, what can we what do we do as you know as members of a society as members of a community if we can't we can't even trust our schools like where yeah. we send our children to learn i mean it yeah. also kind of comes down to like the governing bodies for all these places are just right. filled with like the worst people on the planet i mean the state school board, the elections last year, like eight of the nine seats were won by Republicans and on the state school board. So you're not going to get anything there. 
the education chair for the state that just that governor like cox just picked to kind of oversee education for the next little bit she's a chair of a charter school so they're not going to give a shit about public schools anyway it's it's going to get bad it, i mean it's already bad it's just going to get worse like the problem with utah is we've given up any sense of government just because we all like bought into financialization in the 1980s and never looked back it's, congratulations libertarians it's, it's yeah so you won fucking you won yeah and this is what this. we get and like yeah and, and like what i was saying earlier like the type of societal collapse that like we're experiencing that we can't we like we are not helping people meet the bare minimum like in a normal situation but so many more people have fallen into that and none of the people that are in power or in charge understand i don't know if they don't understand it or if they're really just so out of touch that like they can't understand it or if they choose not to i it's it's hard to say what it is but it's like this type of this level of failure makes me just so nauseated um and uh, yeah that's a good time to talk about like the situation with relief and the the problems that like we're all facing as like it's hard it's hard to talk about this because there are so many weird factors at play but um the the situation that a lot of people are in is that uh people are losing unemployment people can't get work people are being forced to go to work in person and like risk their health um and businesses are having to choose to stay open because if they close, they're not making any money. But staying open as currently constituted is not does not give enough um, business to them to allow them to stay in business. And so it's just like broken at every single level that like there's and there's no help coming at this point that like it, it's it, in this most recent round of lockdown or, or whatever, as we call it, like our state of emergency here in Utah and compared to like what we're seeing in, in cities all across the country is such convoluted fucking nonsense. It's, it's just as convoluted in, in LA as it is here because they have the same, like, you know, stay home order, except if you're doing, do, if, except if you're going to a gym or a bar or a restaurant or a church or, or school, it's like it's the exact same thing that there's that we're kind of seeing everywhere. The only difference is schools being closed in different places. No, but and in L.A. too, you're having a lot of the same sort of like idiotic decisions made too. like, yeah, for example, like Eric Garcetti, the mayor of L.A., decided to like close down one of the major testing centers in L.A. so that a bunch of TikTok influencers can film in their main central rail station there a gender swapped version of she's all that awesome awesome yeah closing down free testing sites so that tiktok people can film free movies. testing sites that are free connected to public at, public transportation yeah that anyone we, can get to no like we, we don't need that we need he's all that Jesus like we've God. really We've really chosen as a nation a catch-22 in that people either have to risk their lives or risk their livelihood. Those yeah. are the only yeah. two choices. Well, all of our like 
politician our political class are pretty much doing whatever the fuck they want like the mayor from san francisco decided like i really want to go to a michelin star restaurant so i'm gonna do it despite the fact that i've been telling people for months please don't go outside please stay home blah 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 blah. yeah or wasn't that yeah Yeah, gavin newsom right gavin no gavin newsom Newsom had a separate one also in the bay area though where he had like a big like wine indoor wine yeah he was doing a big rich person party too oh yeah there was that french laundry which is like the top restaurant drawn in the nation yeah yeah that was um and then and then the austin mayor he oh like oh yeah basically said you know giving all these lockdown orders but from like a was he in he was in mexico somewhere like cancun or yeah, he was or in cancun shit. he was in cancun telling people to stay home yeah that was a simpsons joke and now for an emergency announcement from the mayor people of springfield because of the epidemic, I have canceled my vacation to the Bahamas. I shall not leave the city. Hey, you, get that steel drum out of the uh, mayor's office. Sorry, man. Yes, it, it was. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's insane, dude. And it's like... The whole oh. country is being ran by fucking Mayor Quimby. So, like, of course people are... I, I'm start, I'm not. I'm not, like... I'm sympathetic to people who are, are, like you said, having to choose between their lives or livelihood, regardless of like their political views or their ideological views. People are being forced to make that choice um, regardless of who you are, as long as you're a normal like working person. That is if you're in the class that these effect, these, these decisions clearly don't impact, then, um, then, you know, you can do whatever you want. And we kind of thought for a second, too, at least I did, that the uh, Rose Party, the Rose Garden Party for uh, Amy Kobe Bryant was uh, was <laughs> definitely oh, just like a kind of like a Republican. Ally. Like, oh, well, they don't care about it, too. But it's the entire political class. They think they're above this. They, yeah. they honestly think that they're not going to get sick and die from it. And honestly, the way that no one of, no one of importance has died from this too, kind of shows that to be the case. Yeah. Too. And they, there's the, these people get a level of care that the average person that gets taken to the uh, emergency room and ICU does not get. Chuck Grassley was 87 and had no problems whatsoever. Yep. It's like very cool. Very cool. It's so, yeah. And, and like, just was it, I think it was yesterday or the day before, like Matt Gates was was yeah he did a huge like tweeted some like big York. party that he yeah, was at like who take party. this COVID cry more liberals yeah his yeah. like fetal faced party that he was doing too like just like fetal alcohol syndrome Matt Gates is just like, dude so Trump really kind of gave up I, I gave up the game a bit when he got out of you know the hospital and he was talking about how he knows COVID better than anyone else. And he was saying that um, he's like, we have new drugs, new therapeutics, like this type of care, like we have the best care in the world. And like, look, I, I survived, like I'm, I'm doing just fine. I like we people, fewer people are going to be dying because look at this care that I got like completely. And, and I didn't see too many arguments being made. It's like, dude, 
people don't get that kind of care. People don't have that kind of access to medicine and doctors and, and, and nurses and, and the right wing that was like, you look, Trump, Trump lived and he's an elderly man or whatever. So like everyone should be fine. Like I know people that are using that argument and it's really embarrassing and sad. And people need to realize that the president of the United States, despite being like 74 Mm -hmm. is going to get a way different level of care than your grandparents at the same age, because at a certain point, they're going to just like do that sort of actuary table. It's like, no, we're not going to approve the $60,000 treatment for your grandparents. So, um, yeah, here's an iPad that we set up for you to kind of set up your, uh, your, uh, your orientation with this palliative care doctor. So they can plan how you're going to fucking die. God, dude, that, that picture of all those, just have iPads. your, your last will and Testament on, on an iPad insane it's so but, bleak i mean it really just boils down to the george carlin rant man like it's a, it's big, a big club, club and, and you ain't, ain't in it, it. you have That's to right. they call it the american dream because you have to be asleep to believe it table is tilted folks the game is rigged and nobody seems to notice nobody seems to care good honest hard-working people white collar blue collar doesn't matter what color shirt you have on good honest hard-working people continue these are people of modest means continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them they don't give a fuck about you they don't give a fuck about you they don't care about you at all at all at all you know and nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. Oh my God, that's a good one. <laughs> no, that was, that was um, a George Carlin from that same bit, too. It's, it's yeah. one of the so we ended bits. it. It yeah. is. And he's completely right. Like all these people were able to survive COVID because they have abilities and wealth that none of us will ever have. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and as far as help coming for the country, um, there doesn't appear to be a lot of it. I'm going to quickly share something that we heard from our brave and fearless leader speaker, Nancy Pelosi earlier. (sighs) Boy. Deep breaths. What shifted, in your opinion, when the Problem Solvers Caucus had a much larger bill a few months ago? You did not like that piece of yeah. legislation. What, 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 what has shifted now when they're on board with this piece that's come out of the South? Perhaps you missed what I said earlier. Joe Biden committed <laughs> to ending and crushing the virus and having a Build a Better America uh, initiative, Biggles Back Better. Bagel back better, baby. Answer to our prayers. An answer to our prayers of 95% effect. Joe Biden has never been the answer to any prayer I've ever said. Maybe others uh, coming forward. Uh, That makes, uh, that is a total game changer. A new president and a vaccine. So there's nothing to, these are different what, what was then before was not more of this. This is, has simplicity. It's what we've had in our build. It's for sure. So basically her whole point, what she's saying now is that, and so, so this is obviously about coronavirus relief, um, you know, money for theoretically Americans. 
Um, and basically she's saying now they are totally fine with a smaller relief bill bill um, because one, we have a vaccine coming out and again, remember that it's likely not going to hit the general public in Utah until June or July. Um, and two, that Joe Biden is president. And because he believes in science, like our prayers have been answered and we're good now. Again, if you can't pay your mortgage this month, just remember that it's fine because we have a president now who believes in science. Yeah. Let's, in a do, vaccine. let's do a little experiment here with Nancy Pelosi and why don't you just for uh, January write on what should be your rent check, um, Joe Biden is president, or we now how we now have a vaccine, and just see how fucking answer to far. just right answer to your prayers. I'm yes. just gonna put science on my rent check and just see what happens. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> see how long it takes to get an eviction notice. Yeah, dude. So it, this is fucking insane because what we're so we we there was a single the cares bill single package back in i may at this point i can't remember yeah it was um, may i think yeah yeah and which included direct cash payments and an extra six hundred dollars on uh on, on on unemployment um and all of that has obviously gone away since then and we have been unable to get anything. There was obviously a ton of talk leading up to the election, but Nancy Pelosi said no to the $1.5 trillion bill that Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, suggested. And that said, he said that they were down for because she was worried it would help Trump in the general election because Democrats are so scared of potentially doing anything that could supposedly help Trump that they're willing to just put all the fucking voters supposedly their voters in the completely, gutter completely completely willing to watch people die left and right yeah yes. and, and the chance to win an election with like one of the shittiest candidates in the history of the united states and they barely fucking won and anyway. they barely fucking won like yeah. they lost and, seats well, in the house because of this grand experiment they yeah. ran to. And just going back to what we talked about with like these shitty like mayors and like San Francisco and LA and Austin, it's the same exact thing here. Like Nancy Pelosi doesn't give a fuck if you die. Nancy Pelosi doesn't care if you get evicted. Nancy Pelosi doesn't care if you get hit by a fucking bus. She's like, too busy being at the fucking salon getting her hair done. Exactly. Same exact thing too. None of these yeah. people care. None of uh, these people care about anything that goes on the trial and tribulations of the American people. She's gonna she's gonna go home to her fifteen thousand dollar fridge and eat her twelve dollar a pint ice cream. Yeah, and not think about you once. So exactly. there was yeah, there was no better video I thought that illustrated like how people are feeling than like this. Um, this clip kind of went around, and it's basically this the new this local news um channel in i don't even know what state this is upper north uh, upper midwest potentially i'm not sure um and they had a man on the street a business owner guy who um you'll be able to probably guess his political ideology pretty quick or at least which which political party um he belongs to but um, this is like what he had to say. And I think it's really interesting that someone um, 
was willing to say this. Good things. evening. A federal judge is refusing to overturn Michigan's highly controversial ban on indoor dining. This as COVID-19 infection rates and fatality rates continue to surge statewide. This, of course, follows the lawsuit brought on by the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association. News Channel 3's Tavarius Haywood joins us live in Portage with the details on why the judge said no. Tavarius, is everything okay? Okay. My government leaders have abandoned me. Are you are you the owner? Four trillion dollars of stimulus money. They gave it to who? Special interest groups and campaign donors. I'm Dave Morris. I own the place. So what's going on? What's going on? You know what's going on. Tell me. You tell me. Hey, we got a government that has taken the stimulus money. They gave it to special campaign donors. They gave it to special interests. They abandoned me, and they have put me in a position where I have to fight back, okay? So do you feel that this is the right thing to do? Absolutely. I feel everybody needs to stand up. Hey, listen, there was enough money to give every family, every family in this country $20,000 to go home for two months. They chose to give it to special interests and campaign donors, the Kennedy Space Center, and they abandoned us. So you could have given me money. I'd gladly walk away for 60 days and let this virus settle down. I'm not going to do it alone, okay? Are you going to continue to violate the state's orders and this stay open? This is a sta state order. This isn't an order. This is a conspiracy. This is a tyranny. What do you want to tell other restaurant owners who... Wake up. Stand up. This is America. Be free. I got patriots coming out supporting me the last two days. You know what? It's a great thing. Wake up. This is America. Don't let them ro uh, ramrod you. This is crazy when you turn around and you watch what's going on on West Virginia Avenue, the big department stores, the train station, the airports, side by side eating meals for four hours. And you're going to blame me? Come on. Come on. This is not right and you guys know it. Everybody knows it. Stand up, America. Give us the money to shut this thing down and calm this virus, but don't take it out on a select few. Is there anything else you want to add, sir? That's it, brother. All right. I'm glad you listened to me. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, I'm really the a entire West guy. Michigan just listened to you. You're okay. live on TV right now. All right. I'm, good. I'm glad to hear that, okay? Right. Yes, I'm really sir. a good guy. Yes, I've been married 38 years. i got a wife, three kids. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, it was in Michigan. But this is the fucking thing that people are dealing with. Like... This guy who, I mean, he said some stuff at the end. You can probably guess like what political party he belongs to. But even he had like the 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 ability to see the government can pay people to stay home. Like they he, can. He, he's he's Absolutely. a business owner and he says, I would gladly do that, but I can't do that. Yeah. And this guy, like people want to be safe. And like there are, of course, people who are going to be crazy and wacky or, or whatever. But like. We can't, of course, people are falling into this, that fucking trap when we're putting people in this type of situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we early on in the, in the, in the pandemic, when like the Dow was like dropping like a thousand points a day and all that, the Federal Reserve injected $2 trillion one day and another trillion dollars like two days later, just to kind of keep that going. All that money was gone in two days. All of it. Mm -hmm. $3 trillion that we just gave to like Wall Street, like, hey, here you go. The, hopefully this is like a tourniquet that stops the bleeding and it did jack shit. So it's like the same bullshit that happened in 2008. Oh, absolutely. It's the same fucking thing. And 
we we thought that like well you know we have to keep wall street straight we we have to keep them strong we have to keep them going because if the dow drops everything drops but in the meantime too like people are struggling everywhere in this country oh the dow hit 30,000 whoop do fucking do as if that's a measure of of economic security and safety in this country and yeah this this idea that like the stock market is the economy is one of the biggest farces that's being printed uh in mass media today like something like what like the top 10 percent of america owns something like 50 to 60 percent of all stocks yeah, yeah. like you're at the average person in doesn't own stock no yeah absolutely not i mean the average person can't afford stock exactly i mean the average person struggling to just pay fucking health insurance i mean and I, yeah. honestly, this dude is like a prime example of why I think Bernie would have won if he ran the election and not just won mm-hmm. like by like by Joe Biden margins. I think he would have won by probably seven, eight points and probably taken like 340 electoral mm-hmm. votes because this guy gets it. He understands it too. Like a lot of the conclusions he makes are a little off. I mean, yeah. from like a right wing sort of like sphere, but he gets that the government has this wealth. He gets that they can print money and give it to people. He, and then that this is a situation that it would have called for something like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's an, it's an emergency that people get. Like the reason a lot of like, the Midwest and a lot of Western states hate the Democratic Party is because the Democratic Party fucking abandoned them 40 years ago. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. just comes across like incredible, like all of our, all of the Democratic Party leadership is from New York or California. And then of course the New York and California, like these, these liberals are super hypocritical in what, in, in how they handle all of this stuff. They make people's like, they make these, these decisions to make people's lives miserable oh like um part of the relief that eric r city the mayor of la um said was that like they were taking twenty dollars off late fees of parking tickets or oh, something yeah like <laughs> it's just it's like just the most means tested it's just absolute fucking garbage oh, and it's, like it's like right up there with the the like pell grant that kamala was offering if you a yeah. small or business like owner is in a minority some... neighborhood and you have to be open for two to two three to three years, years or yeah, something, just like, you graduated from a minority college. Just the and... amount of hula, like the, the amount of, of hoops you have to jump through and hurdles just to get yeah. like a modicum of relief. And, and pay yeah. no absolutely that, asinine. Yeah, and pay no attention that all that would just be like a just like a gentrification factory in any sort of neighborhood that's supposed to be a part of. Is it, it's incredible, like. Democrats are so afraid of their own shadow that they're willing to just destroy the lives of thousands or millions of people just to like make sure their donors are still think that they're woke enough to still like make money off of it. Yeah. And like they're so scared to make people think that government can be a good thing in people's lives or something like. Yeah, because their donors don't want it. Why the fuck does this does this most recent bill not just have like. The only thing it does is send out another round of checks or the only thing it does is boost unemployment. Do I don't that. know because nine months with just $1,200 somehow seems sufficient to them. Despite the fact if you divide it out, that's $133 a month for this entire pandemic. So guess what? 
every month you essentially just got $133 if you just saved out that $1,200 long enough. Is that enough for rent? No. Is that enough for groceries? No. Is it enough yeah. to keep you if you're unemployed? No. So thanks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, got it. Like, I'm the vaccine. So I am, I have three people in my family and $133. I don't remember the last time I went to the grocery store for a full grocery run and got everything for under $133. And yeah. luckily, and I go to the grocery store at least once a week. And luckily there are certain people are kind of pushing back on it too. Like Elon Omar has, like Rashia Tlaib has, Bernie has. Yeah. Even Joe Biden did a little bit too. He's like, yeah. Joe Biden even said too, he's like, oh, I kind of think there should be checks a part of this too. But will that actually be included? Because Nancy Pelosi already went out there and just kind of shat on herself. So, yeah, it's interesting when you said like like this that type of guy is like the the type of person that Bernie could have appealed to, and that's absolutely right. And like thinking that about like the way that people trusted him. The way that they trust him, like they might like despise his ideology, but there's like a weird level of like respect for him, even yeah. from like people like Trump. It's weird. Yeah, like uh, a lot of people go like, "Well, yeah, he might be a socialist, but at least he's honest." Yeah, and like he's not was... like a liar or whatever. Like so many of these people come across is like, I mean, Pelosi is straight up out there saying today like that we didn't continue on because like with the previous neg- negotiations because. Uh, it could have helped Trump in the general election, not to mention that it still had to go through Mitch McConnell first. And um, it could have been held against any of those senators that uh, ended up winning and holding their seats, the Republicans, but wasn't because Nancy Pelosi doesn't know how to play politics at all. It's just insane. No, we really have to get past this idea that Nancy Pelosi, I mean, I'm not talking about us or the people who live, who who listen to this podcast, because obviously, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you you absolutely, you know, can't stand Nancy Pelosi and, and rightfully so. But like, we, as a nation, as a whole need to get over this, like, idea that Nancy Pelosi is anything other than completely worthless. I mean, in this, this last, like, you know, she she lost seats in the House. They barely got Biden in on the presidency. And like she just got fucking dog walked by Mitch McConnell. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like it's kind of fun to think about why Newt Gingrich lost the speakership in 1998. And that was only because the House Republicans had only won eight additional seats in that election compared to the election before. So they expanded their house majority and it was like, that's not enough. You have to go. Unreal. So, yeah. So like that guy, um, I've thought about that a lot this week since I first saw that video. And, um, you know, I, I was, there were some people that brought this up back when uh, like kind of the beginning, uh, the beginning of lockdown or whatever and there were some protests and i i shouldn't say lockdown because no nowhere is really locked down um at all um but like the beginning of of when things started to close a bit there were those protests and obviously like a lot of those people were just out there in bad faith or um just were psychotic people who thought like that this was uh bringing past the pedophile cabal into power or whatever but like there is a real, I mean, even then that, that like the issue was apparent and that people are going to have to pick at some point, if there's no help coming, 
people are going to have to pick between their livelihoods or their, their health. And that really is a pretty, it's a pretty obvious choice for more, for a lot of people who are forced into this position. Like you can't force businesses to close if there's no alternative for them to be able to like have, you know, pay employees or pay for their own existence. It's like, it's maximum austerity. It yeah, really is. It's a devil's bargain for an economy that's like 60 to 70% service economy now. It's uh, it's yeah. so bad. And there's so like, you know, just a, a week ago, Greg talked about the restaurant palette, like, ho- like hoping to get up some support for them. But just like within a few days after Greg mentioning that they closed their doors indefinitely. Yeah. And it's just the first of it's not the first, but it's and it would certainly no. won't be the last of the no. restaurants and this coffee is... shops and bars in Salt Lake. And- in particular but and the big problem with it is too it's it's that with an economy that's that based off of service ones you force people to make the decision you force them to make the decision between like well i know that if i get covid there there's a really good chance i'll recover and i won't really have any sort of like long lasting effects there still might be i don't know yeah i'm not sure but if i don't go to work i don't get paid i don't I'm not able to pay my bills or something like that. I know my life is over then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're forcing these people in this position and it's completely unfair. It is. It's completely, completely unfair. unfair that the government did nothing. It's completely unfair to most Americans that the government couldn't even be bothered to give another round of checks or even like continue out eviction. I mean, how many times has Congress been on vacation since the beginning of this fucking pandemic? Fuck more than they've been there. I. It's like, that on its on its own is like just it's it, i don't know i i have a hard time grappling with the fact that like um this is the situation we're in and I, and i just can't i like of course of course people are going fucking nuts of course QAnon's a thing of course people are like thinking this is tyranny or whatever and of course these people are like assholes if you you know put people other people in danger but like I'm just, like, of course, this is where we're at. Of course, this is this is the current state of affairs. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's what complete, else could have happened? It's completely linear. It, yeah, yeah, it's completely linear. I mean, you give people no options. People start crafting their own narratives around it, too. Like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. You give no control to people. They start trying to find narratives as to why their lives are fucking shitty. Yeah, like they're not just gonna be like, oh, they just abandoned us because they just don't care about us. Like. Uh, actually there's this deep state civil war between like these like reptilian pedophiles and, but I'm on the good side of that one too. So that's why my life is shitty because the reptilian pedophiles are kind of in charge right now. But if we can overturn the reptilian pedophiles, everything will be better because it's so hard to just accept like our ruling class just does not give a fuck about you. Like that's hard to accept. Yeah, a lot of us are very much in the coping stage of the uh, the steps of loss and grief. Yeah, it's exactly right, too. I mean, conspiracy theorists pretty much are like the last... Be- I've said this before, but they're the last believers in like an ordered universe. Like, they're yeah. the ones who think like, oh, because A happened, then B happened, then C happened. But in the, in the real grand scheme of things, none of it's in order and everything is just fucking chaos because... Mm-hmm. It's either incompetency or evil on their part. Yeah, <sighs> I think it's a lot. It's a lot easier for somebody to accept the conspiracy theorist than yeah to just admit no. Like 
people don't give a shit about you and I mean, yeah i mean we talked about this blatantly evil yeah. yeah yeah and I mean, like it's easy how, how could you look around and see how many people like how could you hear about how many people have died from coronavirus and have a rational explanation or a rational response to that how many people have died from just the evictions during COVID? Like I know the study said like over 10,000 people have died just based off Dude, the evictions. Alone. We had, we've had a nine 11 scale death toll every, almost every day of this every week. single day. And we, we completely reordered and restructured many gigantic parts of our uh, society and mainly around the security state. We created the largest government agent, the largest government like cabinet agency in American history. In response to that, in response to 9-11. Due to like 3,000 people dying in a terrorist attack. And we aren't doing shit every single day. No, absolutely not. How could you not go insane? How could you not? And the fact that like none of like our uh, government officials are like fighting for checks. Think about this. Like I always think about like this is like my frame of reference too. like house members did a sit in so they could get like a bill to people who are on the no fly list can't buy guns. And that was the only time they've ever used that tactic. They didn't use it when thousands of people are dying every day. They use it for a racist gun bill. Awesome. America in a nutshell. Uh, like you should be fucking furious every single day. I I don't know how I just don't like walk into the bathroom every day and just I know. scream into the mirror. Mads had a thread like the other day talking about like how do people she tweets a lot. I, I would would have tra- tried to find it, but she was talking about how like it's insane that we all just pretend like everything is fine around us. Like when you're out and about or whatever. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't I don't even think like <laughs> hyper normalization even covers it as a term anymore because like if you would have told me like would you accept like anything in like society that kills 3000 people a day like i don't think so like i think that's a hard thing to sell i mean like yeah americans alone like we care about our fellow americans at a certain extent like we would never allow that well shit we're there so i know and it's just like we it just continues it just goes on and we're just and we're just being led by people who just thought that they'd just be cutting ribbons for the entire term in office and now they have no idea what to do because we sold away all the keys towards running a functional government years ago to the private sector who has no like profit margin keeping you alive so they're fucking not going to yeah we don't have the capacity uh healthcare wise to deal for this we lied about the effectiveness uh, the lack of effectiveness of masks for months because we couldn't produce enough um to enough ppe at the time it's just like yeah because we moved all of our ppe production to china and whoops oopsie doodles (laughs) didn't know that would be bad jesus anyway um so yeah that's that's the current state of affairs so that's kind of uh things are good things are really good things Guys, are we we're talking talk mental the, health yeah we should talk to the mental health professional at the second half of the show instead of the that's right that's all right i'm uh i got a lot more things to say i know we have a lot more time to podcast um, fuck I guess. man like what do you say at this point like what do you say every single day like, I, don't, I I don't know I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I'm I'm out I am I'm out of ideas. I think all of us are just utterly exhausted, like mentally, our, physically. Like our two choices in this last election was 
um covid's fake and i believe in science but i'm not going to do anything about like actually helping people in the midst of it it's so offensive dude like john ossoff <laughs> tweeting that healthcare is a human right even though he explicitly is against medicare for all it's like it, the, he's on camera like there are multiple interviews with all him right, talking we're gonna about do a speed round not. john ossoff okay do you support the green new deal no do you support medicare for all no Okay, then you don't think healthcare is a human right if you don't think everyone has yeah. access to you it. You don't or, care about human life. Like, that's the thing. Like, John Ossoff is just like, yeah. he's he's Kirtland brand Pete Buttigieg. I mean. Dude, he sucks. He sucks. He really sucks. Like, don't, please, 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 please don't give your money to to John Ossoff. Please no, Did you see that the, the, the senator or the person who was challenging um, Susan Collins in Maine and did her campaign with like $14 million yeah, in the bank? Because they thought they had it in the bag and they were just going to transfer that money to the state and federal and then, then the National Democratic Party because like, well, you know, Susan Collins, we got her down seven points, nine points, whatever. There's no way we're going to lose this one. So, hey, you know what? Hold on to some of that powder so we can just push it back to the parties. Yeah. Well, we're in the wrong business, boys. I you, think so. The problem was with, like, with like the Gideon campaign and all of them, too. And, like, in a lot of these states that just, like, fell apart, even though they were up by, like, 10, 12 points, is that they didn't have any ground campaign. Like, mm -hmm. even in COVID, they didn't have any ground campaign, too. Trump supporters were going door to door and knocking on people's windows just out of passion. They weren't even, like, costing any money to that, too. Yeah. And we didn't do anything. Like, we just, nope. like, oh, we'll just run a bunch of ads. That'll be enough. We yep. will digitally target them like we did in 2016, the Robbie Mook special. Awesome. Incredible. So, uh, things are good. And, um, <laughs> obviously... I, I, I picked the wrong week to listen to a bunch of Eugene Deb speeches. So yes, um, you did. So um, I'm kind of worked up, but hey, you know what? I'm gonna keep listening to Eugene Deb speeches because that guy, uh, he rocks. Everything he says is a straight flame. Oh, so. we should do a maybe a history episode um, about Joe Hill. Oh yes, Joe Hill. Yes. How about that? I think that'd be cool. Anyway. Yeah, we can go walk around Sugar House Park, which used to be the prison where he was shot. So where he was executed, yeah. That's a Honestly, fun thing cool I was joined by there. He was like, "Oh, hey, that's where Joe Hill died." All right. Yeah, we we just hit the was it the hundredth year anniversary? I don't uh, know. he got executed in nineteen eighteen. Let's see. No, it was it was no, it was like nineteen twelve. Hold on a second. Uh, 1915. 1915. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. So it, um, November 19th, I guess, was the anniversary. It wasn't necessarily a year, specific year. But yeah, Joe Hill was cool. Um, I got a new book on him and I'm, I'm reading right now. But anyway, um, I think that's that's it for tonight. You guys have any closing words? I'm really fucking tired, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Jordan, really send us out. All right, yeah, I'll just, since I was talking about Eugene Debs, I'm just going to use the quote that he used to, uh, as he was being sentenced for a violation of the Espionage Act, um, as long as there is a lower class, I am in it. As long as there is a criminal element, I am of it. And as long as there is a prisoner in jail, I am not free. Couldn't say it any better myself. Good night. Amen, Brother Jordan. Fuck.